Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Five card games. Card games are a fantastic way to get people learning, reading, and speaking new languages. I absolutely love them. They work also for the novice level, intermediate level, and advanced level. What I want to share with you is five different games that can be adapted to all different levels, and they can get your students speaking really quickly. The first game is how do you say? It's a really simple game. You have your students make flashcards, or you can even make cards for them. But if you have your students make flashcards, you might have um, a set of cards in English, and you might have a set of cards in the target language. And in this game, basically, you have groups of students going through the cards saying, how do you say? So like, let's say that I have English. I might say, I have the English cards and I'm, my target language is French, my target vocabulary. I might say, comment dit-on red en français? And of course, the answer would be rouge. Or in Spanish, this might be, oh, como se dice me gustaría? And the other person would say, I like. To make it like a little game, you can put students in pairs of two and two and two play against each other and they collect points. They can shuffle them up. You can shuffle up the English and target language cards together. They have their own flashcards. You might even want to just do this as an opportunity to get up and move around. You can line them up in two lines where they're facing each other and they're talking to the person across from them, asking that question. Como se dice? Como diton? How do you say? And they're talking to the person across from them. You can ring a bell or give them some kind of signal to where they change. And one person at the end of the line goes all the way to the front of the line and everybody in that line shifts so that everybody's talking to someone different. It's a great change of pace. It gets everybody working together and it gets everybody talking. And it's a great little brain boost for your vocabulary. You may even want to do this. And I often do this. I play target language music. And I tell them to talk to someone until I tell them to change. And that's exactly what I do. I play the target language music. I stop the music. They change and they do this with somebody else. Again, it gets everyone moving around. It gets everybody talking. It forces people to interact that may not interact otherwise. And then they have a better relationship, better class atmosphere. Um, it's just a great, fun little way to work on vocabulary. And pairs of things is going to lead us to the next one. That's go fish. Okay, this is an old classic. It's so much fun. Um, anything that you have pairs of, go fish. And you can play this from the beginning level to the novice level. So there are so many things that you can teach by playing go fish. You can teach, do you have? Yes, I have. What's his profession? He's a... Anything that has pairs, or you can have pairs of pictures, or maybe a question and an answer. I'm going to describe one really concrete example that um, from my Spanish class. 
So we have lots of foods that I want them to learn. You know, lots of really common foods, all different kinds, fruits, vegetables, um, you know, cultural dishes, drinks, etc. And I have go fish cards. I have, and they're matching. So, I'll, you know, I would have two papas fritas or I would have two pan or two acetunas, whatever. They match and they've got pictures on them. So you're going to have your cards and you're going to shuffle them up and deal them out. And we usually start with like seven apiece. Everyone has their, seems that everyone has their own way of playing go fish, do whatever works for you. But the whole point is to get them talking, talking, talking. So your students are going to have their, their cards and they might say, oh, tienes las acetunas? And another person might say, no, no tengo las acetunas. Pesca, or si, sí, tengo las acetunas. And you can even put in there, oh, dámelas, por favor. Or, no, pesca, and you go fish. And you're going around asking, do you have this? Do you have that? Not only do we put do you have in there, we got our object pronouns in there. You can do this with so many things. Do you know so-and-so? Could be, do you know President Obama? You know, if you're teaching English, yes, I know him. Or yes, I know President Obama. Or yes, I know the president would be the matching card. You could do this with nationalities. Where are you from? I'm from, where is she from? She's from anything where you've got things that go together, these different pairs. My students constantly ask to play it. So I'm usually, you know, you can recycle so much grammar in there. You can make it really easy or really complicated. Basically, question, answer, pairs, matching. And when another great fun thing that you can do with these same Go Fish cards and your How Do You Say cards is you can play Concentration, an old classic, but fun. I tend to put students in pairs and they can play with a team against another team of students. So they take their cards and they're all face down. And basically, they're looking to match these pairs. And yet they don't call it concentration for nothing, right? Trying to remember. And you're really focusing on these cards. What does this card say? And you have to match it with another card. Another great game is called War. I kind of hate the name, to be honest with you, but I think that's just what it's called. So this is a really fun game to do something like play big numbers with. It's a great change of pace. If you've got a few minutes at the end of class, um, you might have a lot of index cards with just random big numbers on them, right? Keep them in a bundle, shuffle them up, split them in half, and each students play against each other. And you've got, they might say one, two, three, and they put, they both put their cards out. And you can have them, whoever says both numbers first, whoever says their number first gets both cards, however you want to do it. Again, whatever works for you. It's great speaking practice. And you can do this also with like subjects and verbs. For example, you can have a whole bunch of subjects and verbs and they go one, two, three, and they put it out. And the first one to get the correct conjugation keeps both cards. And then once you've gone through the deck, they just shuffle up again and play again. Or then you might say, oh, switch. And so they go play with somebody else. So much fun. The last card game that I want to talk about is Password. And this works with any set of vocabulary that you have. I think it's also kind of a, it's an interesting one to do on your own too. It's a great brain 
booster. So if you remember, you know, in the 70s or the 80s, back in the States, we had password. And basically it was circumlocution. So it was a hugely important skill. It is a hugely important skill that we need in foreign languages. We need to be, we're not always going to know the word and we need to be able to say, describe something in other words when we can't think of that word. We do it all the time in English. You do it all the time in your native language. There's times you can't remember exactly what something's called. So you describe it and you talk about it until you, you get to the right meaning. So password is the same way. So let's say you've got a set of vocabulary. The students have to come up with a different way to say those words. And this is actually really fun. They know what the words are beforehand and they can kind of plan out and strategize and they need to ask their questions. So they might, you might say, have a pair of students and they say, well, in whatever language it is that you're doing, it's a person, we usually talk about him during one time of the year. He has a white beard. He wears red and white. Well, then, of course, the answer would be Santa Claus. It could be any set of vocabulary, and they have to describe it in other words. So you've got one, you've got your deck of vocabulary cards. The students already know what the words are, and they go through and using circumlocution, describe those words. And if the, the other student that they're working with gets it, they put it aside and they get a point. If they really can't get something, they say, pass it, pass. And then they, they move on to the next one. Again, you can set a timer. You can do this. lots of different little games going on around. You can do little groups, little teams. So much fun. There's lots of speaking and lots of vocabulary learning going on. Thank you for listening to the Five Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.